finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. My bad news for the many, many victims uh, of the uh, subway shooting yesterday. I should say more bad news. Another bad day today. Uh, yesterday, obviously, they were victims of this angry, vicious, <laughs> attempted mass murderer. We believe Mr. Frank James. Uh, that was a tough day. I got news for you. Uh, not going to get any better. Uh, turns out Frank James is an African-American gentleman. That's uh, that's what they call him on CNN. An African-American gentleman and a black nationalist who wanted to separate the racist, who hated white, hated Asians, hated Hispanics. Uh, a follower of Farrakhan, a follower of uh, Don Lemon, by the way. I think I think Don Lemon uh radicalized him that's my theory but uh you know what that means you know what that means the story will go away quickly just like waukesha wisconsin um i don't think oh clearly he's not a white i don't think i'm just gonna make some presumptions here i don't think he's a white uh nationalist i don't think he's a proud boy i don't think he's a member of the oath keepers i don't think he used a ghost gun that he assembled at home like Joe Biden warned a couple of days ago, I think he's an extremely angry, violent black man with twisted, demented ideology. I'm not saying there aren't people responsible for uh, radicalizing him. It certainly, I don't think it was Don Lemon. I would place more blame on Ayanna Presley or Joy Reid or others who convince people like Frank James that uh, the country is systemically racist and uh, uh, there is no hope for a black man in America. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to wait to hear his story. Remarkably, he's still on the run, or should I say on the waddle. (laughs) This man is five foot five. If you're in New York and you're... uh, and you can keep your eye out. Uh, you may see a five foot five inch, five foot five inches tall and about five foot five inches wide, 62 year old, angry, hateful black man who has to be the worst, most careless criminal to ever remain free for 24 hours at least. I mean, we can go through his his missteps and mistakes. I find it amazing that we have not caught the man. That the that the uh, NYPD, New York State Police, the the FBI have not caught the man. I, I realize, no surprise, the cameras weren't working. We heard that. I mean, all they do is spend billions on the subway, but you can't have working cameras. Uh, but he shoots all these people. They all, many of them have phones. Many of them have uh, 
cameras. Uh, there's plenty of video. I know the cops have it in their possession. That's how they identified him. They have his U-Haul van. Check this out. According to uh, one report, he dropped his credit card receipt. He dropped his keys and he dropped his gun <laughs> before he made a run for it. Uh, we saw the bag of smoke bombs and other other things, other weapons that he had in the bag. He dropped everything and made a run for it with his gas mask on. Now, I understand why an average idiot on a strap hanger on the on the subway didn't try to stop him. But if you've been in New York, there, there are cops everywhere. You know, they have to protect the subway. It's the only way they could bring New York back from the uh, devastation of the lockdowns. I mean, it destroyed tourism. Uh, de Blasio and, uh, 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 you know, Governor Cuomo, Governor Hochul. And boy, does she look like a clown. I can't believe anyone's going to vote to, to uh, I was going to say reelect, elect Kathy Hochul. What a disaster. And her, on the same day of the subway attack, her lieutenant governor, her friend, her handpicked lieutenant governor, was arrested by the feds for, for taking bribes. But uh, you know, that, that went under the radar. But I keep turning on my TV saying, okay, tell me you got him. Tell me he's in custody. And then we'll find out, much like the shooter, uh, the shooter, the driver in the Waukesha, you know, he's an angry black man, hates white people, follows Farrakhan, and then poof, it'll go away. I can't even imagine how big the story would be if it were, oh, I don't know, an angry white man who followed whatever the proud proud boys or white or oath keepers and hated black people and Asians and Hispanics and uh, followed uh, Sean Hannity on, on Twitter or on Instagram. But we got some, uh, some YouTube video, which is just amazing. It's just remarkable. And I know again, it won't be a big story. It doesn't fit the narrative. And I'm, I'm so sick of this, the word narrative, but I'm sorry. It fits here. The narrative they were hoping, the media was hoping and praying as always that it was a Timothy McVeigh, like radicalized, angry white man didn't happen, just like in Waukesha, doesn't work for them. So there will be no interest in this. Plus, he didn't kill anyone. He's not only, uh, <laughs> he not only left a paper trail, or should I say a YouTube trail, a mile wide that you think I don't know. You think the, the, the FBI might have picked up on uh, the fact that this guy was dangerous, but they were busy. There are grandmas who took selfies in the Capitol on January 6th, still at large. Once we get all the grandmas and the families and the tourists who took selfies at the Capitol on January 6th, once we have them all in custody, then we can move on and go after Frank James. But consider what a terrible... <laughs> What a terrible criminal he is. Again, we get the sound from his YouTube videos where he talks about how he wants to kill people. He's got a gun with an extra, I don't know, what do you call this, Craig? An extra large magazine, extra high capacity magazine. Uh, he managed to get off 33 shots, I believe. 33 shots in a crowded subway. Um, with death, smoke bombs. Death with smoke bombs. Death toll zero as of this moment. That almost seems impossible. That almost seems the, the guy, 
is so inept. <laughs> he, uh, again, this is a great thing. It's a wonderful thing. We're, uh, we're happy. We're thrilled. The video is disturbing. There, by the way, there's some real acts of heroism. You see one kid trying to uh, put a tourniquet on another person with a bloody leg and people really trying to help some of the victims. But yes, he shot 33 times with his nine millimeter, which again, I'm shocked to hear this, but it was not a ghost gun. He did not assemble it at home. I, I, I thought once we got rid of the ghost guns, everything was going to be a-okay. But he wounded at least 10. That's the number I got, the latest number, 10. Yep. How do you, I mean, honest to God, Texter to the show says uh, blind Mike is a better shot. I mean, blind, any, this guy is in a subway, crowded at rush hour, pulls out his uh, uh, gas mask, throws these smoke bombs, and starts shooting. It's like, it's like Pulp Fiction. When uh, Samuel L. and Vincent and Jules are in the apartment at the beginning, and uh, the guy comes out of the plaza, out of the kitchen or out of the closet, where every bedroom and starts shooting and shoots a bomb. And you know, Vincent thinks it's, uh, I mean, Jules thinks it's an act of God, a miracle, but he misses them completely. That's that's that shooter in Pulp Fiction is much like Frank James. That's why I want to get him. I want to get him in custody. I want. I want him. I want to know that his intention was to kill like 50 people and he killed nobody. So the man shoots 33 times, hits 10 people like in the leg. It's almost like he was trying. I mean, he was trying to miss everybody. Could you be this? Could you be this inaccurate? (laughs) I mean, did did he aim at all or just shoot wildly? Just remarkable that there are no casual, no deaths. Um, he, he shoots, the kid, then he leaves, leaves everything behind, leaves his smoke bombs, drops his gun, drops his keys, and takes off where you got all kinds of people, all of them with phones. Hell, there's a great shot on the front page of the New York Post this morning, and you've seen the guy. He's on the platform. He's laid out. He got shot in the leg, I believe, or in the knee, and there's blood everywhere. And he takes out his phone, and he's taking a selfie. And I'm not going to blame him. He's... Uh, uh, you know, panicking, he's in shock, he's in pain, and maybe he wants evidence, or maybe he was trying, maybe he was taking pictures of other things, and it wasn't necessarily a selfie, but it looks it, if you look at the, the front page of the post, and it shows you the guy who's putting the tourniquet on another victim, but has there ever been a more inept, in, incompetent criminal to shoot 33 times, kill nobody, drop all your stuff, and make a run for it? The one thing that he's gotten away with is these last 24 hours. He's been, he's on the run. I can't even picture, I try to do this. I find these things fascinating because I try to picture, put yourself in the place of one of the victims. Um, I don't know. I, I can't, you're panicked, but why didn't someone follow him? He dropped his gun. He wasn't exactly dangerous. He's, he's like, uh, you know, rerun on what's happening. He's five feet tall, five feet wide, <laughs> waddling out of the subway. Why didn't someone follow him to see if he got in a car or a cab or see if he ran into a building? How has it taken more than 24 hours to get him? And I know they will. I'm, I don't have any doubt about that. I don't think we're going to find out, you know, he got away. 
I don't think it's not going to be like the pipe bombers this, on January 6th, where they put pipe bombs at the RNC and the DNC on camera and they're still free. Uh, but, and they'll get him, and he'll be as, as what we expect an angry Farrakhan supporter hates whitey and all that. I thought the craziest but, thing was there was some videos of, um, passengers on the train. They weren't really moving after the gunfire started. Isn't there, well, you see the one guy where he's got no mask, which I was happy to see a, a lot of people have masks. And if they don't, they're looking for him because there's smoke. And one guy, he doesn't even spill his coffee. He's just casually walking. Yeah. We believe the perp is in the next car trying to enter his car. Mm -hmm. He's like pounding on the door. We think that's Frank James. And this guy's just casually waiting for the door to open to get off. They were stuck between stations. I think that's the problem. They were, they had nowhere to go. So they didn't, I guess, smartly, they didn't panic or didn't want to panic, but I don't think he could get in their car. But you think of other mass shootings, you think of, Las Vegas, Stephen Paddock, what was that, 70, uh, uh, the, the toll, death toll, I'll check it. You think of uh, the Pulse nightclub, Omar Mateen, a uh, Muslim terrorist who killed 49 people in a nightclub. I mean, it is miraculous. This man, I believe, woke up yesterday with the intention of killing people. Now, there's various theories of why he was there. It's an Asian, predominantly Asian neighborhood. I believe I saw one number where this is estimated to be like 60% Asian. Is it another hate crime, black on Asian hate crime? We will find out. I think, I hope, I don't know uh, that yet. I don't know how many of the uh, victims are Asian of Asian descent. But if it is, uh, I guess that's uh, a whole other story. We could explore that. Why is there such hate, such violence toward Asian Americans from the black community, black men? Why are they pushing uh, Asian women in front of subways? Why are they opening fire on subways? But uh, much of what we saw was predictable. Uh, I don't know if you know this guy, Torre. He's a prominent you know, black uh, podcaster, author, whatever. Uh, he tweets out yesterday. What time was this? Let me check the time on this. He tweets out. Police say the suspect is black. Damn, damn, damn. It is almost uh, overt in the media. I, I didn't see Joy Reid or uh, you know, Rachel Maddow or any of them, Chris Hayes, but I guarantee you their, their, their hearts were broken when they saw the picture and the video of Frank James. They were really, really hoping for a... Uh, a uh, proud boy, proud boys, like, like there was any, <laughs> but it wasn't. Sorry, I don't think, we don't think, we don't think uh, Frank James is a proud boy. What we do know is that he left, once again, I said every time, I say in, in many ways, the cop's job is harder, the streets are violent. You know, you have people radicalized by uh, uh, black separatists. You have them radicalized by black politicians who racialize everything. People like Ayanna Presley, TV uh, hosts like Joy Reid, who make everything about race and tell black people it's all Whitey's fault. You don't have a chance. It's it's Trump. It's it's the system. You're going to hear it. You're going to feel it. It's palpable when you hear Frank James talk that he has been told over and over he's been convinced that as a black man in america he has no shot and it's all the fault of, of whitey and the white power structure and the white uh, supremacists and systemic racism 
They lie. I mean, that's a lie. That's a flat out lie. And they, they, you have every chance in the world, as we well know, if the system is systemically racist, it's the other way around because there are plenty of opportunities. There are set asides and affirmative action that we've gone over this before. We know that systemic racism is just a political tactic, an effective one, certainly employed uh, after the death of George Floyd to their benefit. Um, But man, is it all out there? Is it all on tape? In the old days, I think you could, you know, you'd be tracking Frank James. A, you'd have no video. You'd have no cell phone video. And B, you'd have no YouTube video uh, or Twitter account from this lunatic, from this bigot, this hateful, racist, murderous bigot. Now you got them doing, you know, one hour commentaries on YouTube. I got to so you got to explain this to me. Maybe you can help me out, Craig. You're pretty tech savvy. You know, you're younger. You're hipper. You're, I, I look at you. I think hip. Exactly. We got suspended. I, what, it's probably been a year now. Uh, I don't remember when it was, but uh, just every time you talked about COVID on YouTube, uh, you had to be careful. Anytime you tweet about COVID, you had to be careful because this is, we know the tech tyrants in Silicon Valley, they were there to support uh, the cult of Fauci. They were there to support Pfizer. That was their their role. Any uh, any cynicism, skepticism, was met with harsh measures. You know, Alex Berenson. I've said many times, was a really good source on uh, COVID. He, he every time he tweeted, linked to studies and data out of Israel and Sweden, and just really smart uh, follow on social media. Banned for life because he would literally link to studies about the vaccine. And if they weren't 100% supportive of Pfizer, you're kicked, you're gone, you're booted off. And we had a, uh, we played, we didn't even interview Jonathan Isaac from the, uh, the, the great, uh, the great man uh, who's with the Orlando magic. Um, we didn't even, we just played sound of an interview of him explaining why he was reluctant to get the vaccine. And then we get the notice you're suspended. I forget how long it was, a week or two. And I'm sitting there going, wait a sec, that was an interview on a major network. I forget ESPN probably. And we play it and talk about it and we're suspended. It was scary. And that was the goal to scare people, to deter people from even thinking that they could uh, uh, express an opinion on the vaccine or discuss both sides of the vaccine or, or whatever. You just couldn't do it or big tech would come crushing down and crush you. And uh, we've, gone, we've talked many times about all the people suspended and all the videos flagged. I mean, you just can't talk about things uh, that you just can't um, participate in wrong think or you will be destroyed. We lost, you know, we went, we were off YouTube for a couple of weeks. This guy, do I have, do I have this right? This guy's on YouTube with these insane rants, these, these violent rants, proposing, supporting, advocating violence. And as far as we can tell, it's still up there, right? Mm-hmm. He's still up there. Here he is. If you're watching with us, here he is, uh, Frank James, 62 years old, of, I believe uh, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania and Wisconsin. He's got a couple different addresses. I believe the, uh, the U-Haul van was rented in New Mexico or Arizona. I mean, he just left a U-Haul van in the street, jumped on the subway, started shooting people. He's, he's angry. He's, he's hateful. 
but how is this guy, how has he gotten away? How's he even made it this long without getting something to eat? That's what I'd like to know. Can't they catch him at, you know, Wendy's getting a triple <laughs> at some point? Yeah. I don't think he's going to get away, but it just, it bothers me that he's been away this long. But he has these endless racist rants. I mean, it's no different. Uh, if you take out the F word, it sounds like a typical Joy Reid show at night. But how is this not flagged? Is it because it doesn't have a lot of followers? How is it not banned, suspended, taken down by YouTube? Can you explain that to me? I can't. I don't know. I don't get the algorithm. It's the most confusing thing on the planet, I think. So, so there's an algorithm that flags you if you express any skepticism about, you know, the third or fourth booster. Then you booted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But there's no algorithm saying, oh, he just said, let's kill Whitey. That's well, okay. I think when you check off, you know, gender, race, all that stuff, he selected black. So they were like, let's ignore this page completely. And, and, and I mean, I, maybe it's just too big to, to, to follow everything and, and monitor everything. But it is amazing because he is advocating violence. I thought that was rule number one. You cannot advocate support, incite violence. Isn't that why, why Donald Trump was initially kicked off Twitter for inciting violence? Mm. But I don't know how much we can, we can play from Frank James. What do we have here? We got, there's a whole bunch of videos. If you haven't seen them, I mean, some are just endless, you know, 35, 45, 50 minutes long of him just going on and on how, you know, he can't get an even break and it's racist. He, he, he supports separating the races I mean, he does sound like, you know, he sounds like uh, Nick, uh, uh, Nick, what's his face? Nick Cannon. You know, Nick Cannon had yeah. the same kind of rant. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to guess that he's been radicalized by Farrakhan because there's a lot of that to this. He's pretty articulate. He's pretty passionate. I'm telling you, if he cleaned it up a little, he could get the uh, nine o'clock slot on MSNBC now that Rachel Maddow's stepping down. But uh, first, you got to find him. But let's listen to uh, a little bit of Frank James, who is still being called, by the way, a person of interest, not the shooter, not the suspect, but a person of interest. And he's still at large. But uh, hey, maybe he's somewhere right now making a new YouTube video. Can't wait to see it. But you you just pick out some of uh, Frank James's favorite rants, Craig, and let's uh, let's get a look at Frank. And I tell the American Negro this, I keep telling you the same thing. White people and black people, as we call ourselves, should not have any contact with each other. You still refuse to understand this. You want to make up some fucking story about some Jesus and the Bible said dumb shit. They don't see it that way. They hate your fucking guts. And why do they hate your guts? Because they know that your rightful place is as a fucking slave in this country. They know that. You're the only one that doesn't realize that. And now you want to be equal to them by force. They didn't choose to elect. They didn't elect to make you an equal. You had to force them to make you an equal. And now they're just getting more angry and more angry. The anger is building, building up. And it, nothing can happen here differently than what happened over in Europe with the Jews. Oh, I want you to believe that that's possible. I want you to delude yourself and tell yourself this fucking punk ass bullshit about that could never happen here. That could never happen here. Those are famous fucking last words. That could never happen here. Yes, the fuck it could, and it Dude. will. 
guys. Uh, who's he talking to? When, when a guy like that, do you think he, uh, can you find out how many followers or subscribers he had? Because you have to have some audience to do these shows, these, these performances like every night. Um, but maybe if he, and, and we don't know what he did for a living. We have yet to fill out. There's a lot of holes in his biography. We got to get to. Let's keep this short and simple. Sorry. There's uh, endless videos like this. This is what he did. Uh, sat there in his sunglasses and his badass looking T-shirt and talked about uh, how we were going to have a race war. Uh, but I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess his plan including included actually hitting people with those 33 shots. That the plan with the extra capacity, high capacity magazine. And by the way, is there anything more more crass and cheap than politicians that, that these, these, these low life politicians like Kathy Hochul and then Eric Adams immediately talking about guns. And we must do something about guns before you know whether it's legal or illegal or stolen or whatever guns, guns. Well, what about smoke bombs? The guy had a hatchet, a hatchet, what he, which he didn't use as far as I could tell. I'm not sure what he was planning to do with it, maybe chop himself out of a uh, subway car. But I believe he left that behind as well. So uh, we, we will wait. He hated Eric Adams, by the way, hated Donald Trump. Once again, sad news for uh, friends in the mainstream media. They are their first thought when there's a mass shooting is please let him be a Trumpkin. Let him be a Trump supporter. But no luck this time. Uh, we found out. Shortly while he was still on the run, by the way, I wanted an update. Stephen Paddock in Vegas in 19 and 2017 killed 60 people and wounded 867, 411 whom were wounded by gunfire. Of course, he was up on the balcony or you know, across the street or whatever. Uh, he wasn't in a crowded subway car. I believe blind Mike's mother was in that crowd. Correct. She Craig? was. Yeah. Uh, was she injured? Injured? No, nah, I guess when she was running away, though, she could hear the bullets whizzing by her from what he says. 60. Uh, and uh, so like I said, Omar Mateen killed 49. These are uh, these are evil people who succeeded in uh, in their attempt to go out, uh, this case, in a blaze of glory. Uh, Frank James is a failure. By the way, one of those videos he made is about how he can't go to prison. Because of it's something about race and there's the white and the black and they can't go to prison, all kinds of N words. Of this uh, he can't deal with prison. Well, you're going to prison, fatso, and uh, you're going to go to prison. You know what they're going to do? They're going to mock you because you failed. You didn't kill whitey, you didn't kill any Asian, old Asian ladies, you didn't accomplish your goal. That's the best part. Yes. Nobody died. You're going to prison. Hopefully, you'll be abused and and and. To- and tormented by your cellmates for the rest of your life because you're such a joke. You failed miserably. I'd love to know where he's holed up. I, I, I mean, he, I don't know if we'll know. You know, it's if the FBI's on it, we'll never know. God knows. Uh, we found out the FBI, he was known. That's the line. That's the quote. He was known to the FBI. Aren't they always? Uh, when is the last time a mass shooter wasn't known to the FBI? It's it's remarkable. Um this is, uh, I'm not sure who this is from. This is a tweet from Kyle Becker, uh, from from Buck, uh, former Fox News guy. Now he has got his own service. The tweet says, 
the Brooklyn subway shooter suspect was known to the FBI as a potential terrorist until it stopped tracking him in 2019. The FBI still has not released the suspect's names or photos. This is yesterday afternoon. So they knew him, they tracked him as a terrorist, and they stopped tracking him. We will never find out why. We will never hear why they didn't, uh, why, why they didn't potentially, couldn't potentially have stopped him. But isn't that the case with every mass shooting? Oh, yeah, we knew about him. Omar Mateen. Oh, yeah, we knew about him. Uh, the Zarniovs. Oh, sure. We knew all about them and knew they were radicalized, knew they were potential terrorists. But again, busy. The FBI is busy entrapping dumb hicks in Michigan about uh, to, to setting them up to kidnap the governor. It is a remarkable story. We didn't spend a lot of time on it, but if you missed it, the four people on trial for kidnapping Gretchen Whitmer, two were acquitted, two were hung jury. They'll walk, hopefully, because it was a clear case of entrapment. The leader of the group was with the FBI. The financer of the group was with the FBI. One of the guys they set up lived alone in the basement of a vacuum repair shop in a little room with no running water. That guy, they entrapped that person and three others in a kidnapping Gretchen Whitmore, putting her on a boat and taking her to Wisconsin. It was a ridiculous plan, all set up by the FBI. When I see a story like this, a story like Frank James, I say, what if the FBI set up and trapped him or some other black nationalist to kill you know, Mayor Adams or kill whatever, Kathy Hochul or, uh, or Trump, wouldn't people be outraged saying, you, I mean, this person obviously is not right in the head and you're use, exploiting that, setting him up. They set up the four guys in Michigan just to help Biden in the election. They did it just before the election in 2020. Uh, they set up the, the dumb rubes in Michigan. It was a political job, political uh, strategy by the uh, FBI to help Biden. It worked, but now they're acquitted. They can go and there's no repercussions for the FBI for setting up some dummy to allegedly kidnap and hold the mayor, the governor hostage. Ridiculous plan. But what if we found out now? Oh, no, Frank James had no intention doing this. He was uh, egged on by his FBI handlers. They would be outraged, but you can do it to dumb rednecks in Michigan. You can't do it to uh, Farrakhan followers, that'd be wrong. Uh, but we'll have the guy soon, and we'll uh, get his story, and maybe we'll find out if he was trying to kill Asians or trying to kill white people or trying to kill Eric Adams, or maybe we find out why. We'll find out why he was just such a bad shot. It says uh, he had just under 400 subscribers on YouTube, but it's gone now. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, it is. So they took him down. They took him down. Finally, did he question the vaccine? Is that what happened? In one of his rants. I think so. One of his rants. But we'll be watching. I love man hunts, and I just can't believe, with all the cameras, and I know the ones in the subway weren't working, but everybody down there had a camera in their hand, and they have him up on the street. So when he gets up and out of the subway, I assume he got out of the subway and up on the street, and he didn't go back to his van. Did he get in a cab? Did he call an Uber? I mean. Did he just go hide in some uh, abandoned building somewhere? I mean, again, you can't, this guy's not going to miss a meal. It's the most videotaped place on the planet and they lost right, it. Right. It's, it's close. I mean, I think I've seen statistics for that. I think like London and maybe Beijing or Shanghai uh, or Tokyo, uh, but it's up there. There are cameras everywhere, all over the street. Everyone has one in their hands. 
uh, how this load could get away even for 24 hours is beyond me, but I'm just going to assume that uh, he ain't D.B. Cooper. He ain't jumping out of a plane and escaping into the night. He's going to get caught. He's going to be glad he's caught because he probably skipped breakfast. So once he gets... Once he gets uh, taken into custody, they'll get him a... His blood sugar is low right now. Yeah, uh, he's, he's just thinking, you know, he's in an empty room, uh, you know, hiding out in a room, looking across the street at the, uh, uh, whatever, Dunkin' Donuts, saying, oh, man, I could use a croissant sandwich right now. I think they'll have him uh, by the end of today. Uh, let me check. Not yet. Not yet, but uh, they will have him, and hopefully he'll tell his story. But, uh, all right, we got lots to get to. I want to get to the Gilbert Godfrey passed away. And I feel like I wasn't, I didn't give him enough credit in life because I was watching some Gilbert Godfrey videos last night and he was just, he was just brilliant. Uh, a bird, a bird, uh, did what lots of people would like to do. Lots of people would like to do and took a dump on Joe Biden. Bad news for Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace was going to be the hero, the savior, the face of CNN plus, it's already a disaster and a very unusual protest in Minnesota at a uh, NBA game last night. Some crazy woman uh, glued herself to the floor. You know why? Because chickens did it for chickens. She loves chickens and she's upset about the chickens. And she went and tried to um, didn't, didn't work. Didn't latch. It needs to get better. It needs to get like, the be- better glue. She probably used Elmer's and she should have used like Gorilla Glue, but uh, they got her up and up, but we'll play you that. It's pretty funny. But first, let me tell you about uh, ExpressVPN. Once again, L, we do this every day. We tell you about big tech companies ramping up their censorship, coming after you. We told you why they uh, kicked us off YouTube um, for medical misinformation. We are one of millions who gets censored, suspended, banned by big tech. What people don't realize, big tech companies do, they censor everything you read. They track what you do online, whether you're uh, watching videos, you're searching for stuff, everything you click on, they use this data to serve you ads. They can match your activity to your true identity. Sometimes it's kind of creepy. You sit there, you look at some product online, and then like three days later, you're bombarded with ads, and you're going, whoa, they're just watching. They're monitoring everything. We should put them on it. They, that's what you, you know, YouTube and Twitter and Facebook should be the ones who track down uh, Frank James. But uh, the same big tech companies are largely responsible for cancel culture, are using your information to profit off it. That's why we use ExpressVPN, and you should too. ExpressVPN is a simple tool that protects you from big tech companies by hiding your identity and your online habits. ExpressVPN disguises you and prevents big tech from tracking your online activity and turning you into a product. Make sure to go to expressvpn.com slash Callahan to get an extra three months for free with an annual subscription. Again, that is expressvpn.com slash Callahan. Support this show. Strike back against big tech and keep identity thieves at bay. I'd have you tried your new Callahan coffee yet. You really should. It's quality stuff. We're getting rave reviews, by the way. I know you were sweating that out because if people didn't like this, I was going to blame you entirely. I knew that. Ironhead, <laughs> Ironhead, but they love it. I love it. It's it's quality stuff. We've I've told you about it. It combines beans from three different continents. It's full body, good, rich, dark roast. You can get uh, Callahan coffee at callahancoffee.com. Simple. While you're there, you can get a bug the chug mug to enjoy your Callahan coffee in style. If you use Keurig's 
cups. You could still enjoy Callahan Coffee. Use these reusable keg cups. We have links to the to them on our website or to some of the uh, Amazon listings where you can buy those little things. Put your Callahan Coffee in them and drink it, use it, make it, brew it out of your Keurig. Go to CallahanCoffee.com and click the link in our, uh, in our social media bios to order Callahan Coffee today. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to Gilbert Godfrey because you know. I liked him. I liked the fact that he was an original, that he was unique, and he was outrageous, and he annoyed people. I liked him even more when Howard Stern, Howie Hamptons, banned him. Anyone who gets banned by Howie Hamptons, beginning with uh, Artie Lang, uh, their uh, star rises in my mind because Howie sucks now. He's just sold out, and Gilbert Godfrey probably wouldn't sold out. I started reading about why he got banned last night. He spit, he spit on some stuff in the studio to, I guess just to piss off Howard Stern because Howard Stern's a germaphobe and Howie Hampton's banned him. But that was a badge of honor. The amazing thing, the impressive thing about Gilbert Godfrey is a, he was original. He was true to himself. He was unbelievably offensive and graphic and over the top. And yet he was still, starring in kids shows in cartoons. He was the Aflac duck until he went a little too far. But I, I wonder how often when I see a guy like Gilbert Godfrey, somebody, somebody around him, agent, friend, wife says, you know, if you just toned it down, if you just cleaned it up, you know, you could be on sitcoms and you could be on, you know, you could be on Jimmy Kimball and Shonda, Seth Meyers every night. And, you know, you could go to another level. And you know what he said? Screw that. You know, he said, and he, and he similar. there's a picture out. It was on online yesterday, a picture out there of him with Norm Macdonald and Bob Saget, the three of them together. And they had, you know, something in common in that when they did their stand up, you couldn't tell them what to do. They wouldn't tone it down. They wouldn't, you know, clean it up. They were obviously Bob Saget was a, a sitcom star and a, whatever game show star and, you know, Norm Macdonald was in all kinds of trouble for, you know, pissing people off and, you know, <laughs> pissed off uh, Don Olmeyer for making fun of OJ and everything else. But, and, and, and Gilbert Godfrey was similar, pissed people off, but stayed true to himself. So I'm watching last night. There's a great column, uh, kind of a farewell to Gilbert Godfrey by Jerry Thornton on Barstool that I recommend. I retweeted it last night and Thornton links to a bunch of uh, stand-up performances and I went down the rabbit hole last night and it was late. It was like 1130. And I just, I thought I was going to wake up my wife and kid. And they, I was laughing my ass off and thinking, why do I wait till the guy dies to watch these? There's a great, I'm just going to recommend a seven minute video on YouTube called if Hitler had a grandson and it's just seven minutes of jokes. He doesn't, riff on, you know, whatever, to tell stories about his life or his dinner or his hotel. He just tells one joke after the next. And one of the brilliant things about Gilbert Godfrey is I swear, if it doesn't work, the joke, does, if anybody, and, and there's a, a heckler who yells out enough in one of his performances, and he just smiles and powers forward. He doesn't let the hecklers bother him. He doesn't care whether a joke gets big laughs or not. In fact, I think in a weird way, this is Norm Macdonald-ish, is he would rather have his audience uncomfortable mm -hmm. than uncontrollably laughing. You know, obviously every comedian wants laughs, but when everyone's uncomfortable, like he has this bizarre, I think it's a nine-minute, one joke. 
extremely graphic, extremely dirty joke. And it goes on for nine minutes and people are yelling, okay, enough, get to the punchline. And he just kept going because he liked the fact there's a little Andy Kaufman in him where he liked the fact that he was outrageous. He was weird and it annoyed some people. But in this seven minute clip, I'll just summarize them. We'll play a little, I don't even know if how clean or dirty it is the part you're going to play, but I watched a seven minute clip and in the first three minutes, he tells a joke about Hitler, about the assassination of JFK, about the assassination of MLK Jr., about Bill Cosby molesting him, and about Mackenzie Phillips getting uh, molested by her father. And I'll just give the joke away. He says, uh, I think it's John Phillips, gets in bed with his daughter every night and had sex. He goes, I can't get my daughter to hold my hand across the street. <laughs> it's just a, a uh, joke about... <laughs> And then he goes on a whole thing. How his daughter never listens to him, and John Phillips is, you know, having sex. <laughs> Completely inappropriate, offensive, uh, and and funny as hell. And he doesn't care whether it upsets you, it pisses you off, makes you uh, walk out, or makes you laugh hysterically. He doesn't care. It's he does he did his thing, and he did it his way, but. What do we got from, uh, from Gil? By the way, I mentioned the, uh, I was just looking this up. The, he, he told jokes. Uh, he is known or thought to be the first comedian to tell 9-11 jokes. Uh, soon after 9-11, you know, it was always too, that's too soon. He said he asked, he wondered, <laughs> I can't even do that. <laughs> The 9-11 joke about masturbating, how soon you waited after 9-11 to masturbate. That's how you know how good a person you are. That's what he said. He goes, for me, it was somewhere between the first tower falling and the second tower falling. <laughs> it's just so wonderfully crude and offensive. And this is a New Yorker, guy from New York, grew up in New York. Uh, and he just, and he told, I think he got kicked off some show for telling 9-11 jokes, but I think that's why he, he ended the, up losing the Aflac gig, wasn't he, it? He was the Aflac duck, and yeah, that must have been a great gig. All you do is say Aflac, and he probably made you know over his hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, he tweeted jokes about the earthquake disaster in Japan that's in 2011. Right. That's right. Uh, Aflac does 75% of its business in Japan, and they fired him as the voice of the mascot. Now, you know what? I don't know this for a fact. He probably told Stern at the time, but... I'll bet he laughed that off and said, that's the price of being me, you know? Yeah. Because if you look at his stand-up, I was amazed watching this that he wasn't kicked off of everything, Nickelodeon yeah. and Disney. I'm surprised <laughs> he wasn't blackballed by every kid's show, every network, but he wasn't, and uh, that's a good thing. But that's uh, probably uh, a, a, a relic of the past. Nowadays, you probably can't get away with it. But uh, let's listen to some of uh, Gilbert Godfrey's stand-up. Oh, please stop. You're way too kind. Just stop. You know, I'm self-employed. Ever since I became self-employed, I can honestly say my boss is a no-good Jew bastard. <laughs> 
You know, years ago, I was at a party and I ran into Jackie Onassis and I figured I'd play a little party game to help break the ice. So I walked over to her and I said, do you remember where you were? (laughs) And she just walked away. Boy, you talk about conceited. <laughs> Luckily, Coretta King was at the same party. <laughs> and I went over and I said, look, thank God he wasn't shot holding up a drugstore. <laughs> and she listen, said, you're right. Listen, listen, like, to the, listen, listen to the crowd. I mean, this is a crowd that came to see him, that looking to laugh, that probably has a twisted sense of humor and even that crowd is cringing he, he loved the cringe he loved the hush the uncomfortable hush i mean he would go there'd be other jokes that weren't nearly as edgy but you could see it he loved to push the envelope which is uh, what you know i'll I, I guess i'll remember about him that and the aflac duck but r.i.p to uh i don't even know which she was in aladdin Yep. I guess Aladdin on Broadway did a moment of silence for him last night. It is amazing. They had that guy in children's shows and children's cartoons. The guy making jokes about <laughs> Bill Cosby and JFK. Amazing. But uh, and it's, it's hard to believe well, those guys, Norm MacDonald, they're all they're kind of cut of the same cloth. These guys who looked, you know, fairly, well, he, well, he didn't look normal, but that would just kind of ambush you with the most twisted, sick humor. And I kind of guess that's not for everybody. If if people are watching that, listen to that today, there are lots of people cringing and saying, ooh, that's over the line. But the ones who aren't, as Jerry Thornton points out, he was a comics comic because other comedians would just marvel at the lengths he would go to make people uncomfortable and make them laugh. But R.I.P. to uh, Gilbert Godfrey and... And uh, before we get to, you know, I'll, I'll just get to this. R.I.P. to Chris Wallace. It's too good a segue to pass up. Chris Wallace, who I hate, former uh, Fox News guy, a, a a closeted liberal who was kind of the uh, the enemy within at Fox. He was there to support Joe Biden, to bring down Trump. He played it cool at times, but you saw his true colors when he uh, moderated, quote unquote, a debate. And the best part of the debate was when Trump was going at Joe Biden about the laptop and and Hunter's dealings in China. And Joe was on the ropes. He was lying, saying, oh, nobody said he's did anything wrong. It was getting good. And this snake, Chris Wall, said, hold on, Mr. Trump, Mr. Trump. I want to get the climate change. That's how you know you're in the bag for the Democrat when you say, I want to get off all this, you know, personal stuff about how corrupt Joe Biden is and get the climate change. But anyway, I've hated him before that. I hated him since. The guy uh, is 74 years old, I believe. And he was on Fox News and he left to go to CNN because he couldn't handle Tucker Carlson and Logger Ingram asking all those questions about, you know, the integrity of the election. This is a guy who talked about the integrity of the 2016 election for four years and about the Russia hoax, who bought into all those conspiracy theories because he's a good, good Democrat. Anyway, he thought Trump, uh, he thought Tucker and Laura went too far and he just couldn't work there anymore. I read last night, somebody wrote that they rumored that he was making 10 million a year at Fox. He left to go to CNN 
because he couldn't handle working with Tucker and all those people who were kicking ass in the ratings. And he went to CNN to be the face of CNN Plus. CNN Plus is their online service. Apparently, it is a total disaster. This is from Axios yesterday. Uh, CNN was initially planning to invest around $1 billion in CNN Plus over the next four years. Hundreds of millions of dollars are expected to be in, cut from the original investment to date. Around $300 million has been spent, uh, which is a sizable market investment. The company's leadership still has to decide the fate of CNN Plus. They're expecting big cuts because nobody's subscribing. They have fewer than 10,000 viewers or subscribers logging on a day. There are YouTubers. Hell, I think uh, Frank James had more viewers than CNN Plus. And then we get this from uh, yesterday. A source tells to Joe Nicosia of News Politics. Joe uh, tweets, Chris Wallace is, quote, having daily breakdowns over the miserable launch of CNN+. Plus. He wants a CNN show or is a threatening to walk. Uh, he is having staffers count how many times a day his promo is playing on CNN. This is a, a uh, insecure, whiny, spoiled, pampered, 74-year-old puke. Wasn't well, this his fault if it's doing poorly? He's just not the yeah, name I mean, he thought he was? It's his fault, but it's the person who hired him thinking that somehow Chris Wallace was a big name. I got news for you. Everybody who tunes in to Fox News to see Tucker and to see Greg Gutfeld and Laura Ingram, they hate him. So the four million people who watch Tucker every night have no interest in watching uh, Chris Wallace or anyone else. They also hired Jamel Hill, by the way. Don't forget Jamel Hill and Rex Chapman. (laughs) <laughs> I will not blame Chris Wallace for that. There's an absolute fool who's calling the shots uh, at uh, at CNN Plus, hiring these losers, thinking people are going to tune in. I believe it's only three bucks a month too. So I was just going to. It's check. a much better deal to to subscribe to the Callahan Show on Locals. Much better deal, um, but it's a failure. They'll blow it up. They'll lay him off. They'll and and he'll just go off and you know. To, into retirement, an two, angry, cranky old liberal. Two ninety nine. Is that all? Really? I mean, it is true, but the ratings on CNN suck. Terrible. So you you add a subscription service, hoping to attract those same people, so they pay every month. If they're not watching regular CNN, why are they going to watch? As uh, Glenn Greenwald tweeted, Don Lemon's ratings suck on CNN. Don Lemon is a featured person. I guess he's got like an interview show on CNN Plus. So if you don't watch him on CNN, why are you going to watch him on CNN Plus? It's just illogical. It makes no sense. All right. Let me do Shay, and then we will get to this crazy uh, protester in um, Minnesota. In Minnesota. We'll tell you what happened there in the middle of an NBA game. And, uh, and we'll tell you what happened to Biden yesterday. Outdoors. I don't think he's going to do a whole more, a lot more outdoor uh, press conferences, uh, but it was pretty funny. It was pretty hilarious. Not quite as hilarious as Chris Wallace going down to flames, but it is pretty funny. First, let me tell you about Shea. We, you know what Shea can do for you. They can set you up with a brand new set of precast concrete steps ready to be installed in your home. Whether you're building a 
new home or remodeling and replacing an old staircase in an older home. Shares great values with designs that will fit your home. You can go with the concrete or you can customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. The neighbors will be jealous. They remove the old stairs, get them out of there, bring in the new steps within hours. Uh, you could just sit there. You could sit in the window and watch them do all the dirty work if you want. These guys will get it done quickly, and you'll be thrilled with your new front steps. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new front entrance that will add value to your home. It's not an expense. It's an investment in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience, and in a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. Also, you can look for a job at SheaConcrete.com. They're hiring. They're always hiring. It is a great company, and business is booming right now. They have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. I, I'm not sure this woman in Minnesota could do that, um, but who knows? Uh, we've seen some crazy, crazy protests. God knows in Boston we had these these, these uh, Occupy Wall Street types a few years ago, obviously they're always protesting climate change. They don't, can't they come up with something real that affects people's lives? You get these people protesting climate change by blocking traffic. They, they chain themselves to these big, heavy barrels. So they got a million cars idling and, and uh, that's going to help the climate, I guess. And they block people from getting to work and people from getting to their chemo appointments in the hospital. These are vile people who, by, of course, because they are Antifa types, paid no price, in and out of court, no fines, no sentence, nothing, nothing. You take a little walk like a tourist through the Capitol and you could do, you know, five years, but block traffic, glue yourself to the floor, nothing. <laughs> anyway, in, in Minnesota, Timberwolves against the LA Clippers last night. Uh, the play, I think, believe this was the play-in game. And uh, they... Uh, don't know what's it's in the second quarter. They don't know what's going on. The announcers are like, I don't know. The woman fell out of the stands and she faint. Right. It is hilarious when you finally get a look at her. She's this, you know, typical whatever, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know what you'd call her. Anarchist. And, Turquoise uh, hair. No, but she just looks like she's got a shirt on. It's just something about chickens. And they can't figure out what's going on. Why is she on the floor? And finally they realize she glued her hand to the floor under the basket while the teams were up at the other end to draw attention to the fact that former Timber, oh, is he still on the time team? Let me check that. Uh, Glenn Taylor, the Timberwolves majority owner has a farm and with chickens and the chickens got the bird flu which I guess it happens to chickens. They get the bird flu and they kill them. They kill the chickens. They euthanize them because they got the flu. I guess that's what you do. Who the hell, you know, who really cares? Her shirt read Glenn Taylor roasts animals alive. Roasts animals alive. So she's upset about how they kill them. I mean, she would be happier if they, and there's no way after they killed them. Yeah. There's no way that's actually true because of all the, safety protocols and guidelines they have to follow. There's no way that's well, true. Well, what do you think happens when birds have the bird flu? <laughs> they do. They just do that. The mini uh, cow thing, don't they? The, the rod. Snap their neck. Yeah. Or cut it off like quickly. Uh, it's not, they're not going to burn them alive. 
I don't know how Glenn Taylor, I really don't care how Glenn Taylor kills his chickens. They're chickens. Uh, so, so this woman, uh, uh, what's the organ? She's a member of some crazy, uh, organization, uh, that's devoted to, I don't know, chickens or wildlife or something. Uh, and she goes out on the court and they can't figure out why, but let's play a little bit of it. I believe it's uh, Reggie Miller, uh, Kevin Harlan, Ali LaForce. And they, in the middle of their discussion, realized what she was doing. It's pretty funny. Go ahead. Allie, what do you see down there? I know that wasn't I, you doing the graffiti, but what, what, what was going on? It's worse than graffiti. I was just told by security that she apparently had glue, and she glued herself to the floor. And she refused to lift her wrist up. And I don't mean to laugh, but this really happened. She glued her wrist to the floor, and they were trying to pull her off, and she was resisting trying to keep her wrist glued down it to the was, floor. It was a protest of some sort, I'm assuming. Allie? I think that's a fair assumption. So they don't know what the protest is. And honest to God, I guess I should be uh, encouraged. It's not a climate change person. It's an act. I mean, I have more respect for animal rights. It's called Direct Action Everywhere is the group. Uh, I'm looking at their uh, little press release and they have a picture and they're upset because Glenn Taylor's factory farm reveals chickens fully conscious after being roasted alive. So they're upset about how they killed the chickens. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's called direction D D A E direction action everywhere. Uh, uh, they did an investigation that exposed the reality behind a recent mass killing of 5.3 million chickens, which had the HPAI, the bird flu. The, ver the video shows birds on site, which survived a ventilation shutdown, a mass killing method, whereby ventilation openings in the uh, industrial sheds are closed. So they survived that, and then he roasted them alive. Aren't most glues made out of horse hooves and bones? Yes, but they do that. Uh, 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 what's the word? Humanely. Humanely, yeah. They they ask the horses nicely for their bones <laughs> and their hoofs, and they just take them gently. It doesn't hurt. No, it doesn't right. hurt. Like my father used to say when we were fishing, oh, they don't have the same. They don't feel the same pain that we do. It doesn't really hurt the fish. Um, and I believe it. But uh, five and five million chickens? I'd say if I'm Glenn Taylor, I'm, that's a quite the uh, blow to the business, isn't it? That yeah. you, and so they're upset at the way they kill them. Well, that's, that's, you must not have a lot of problems in your life if you can spend your night, spend your money on a ticket to a playoff game, sort of. A front row seat, too. Dude, it, bring your glue. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to bring my glue and glue myself to the floor. And maybe it worked. Maybe you brought enough attention to the problem. Speaking of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you a bird that... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, you you know you know you know would like to kill a bird right now. Joe Biden would like to kill a bird. No, the old Biden regime. There was a uh, this is hilarious. You know what? I I always say Joe Biden's a mean old man, and I don't ever, I will never feel bad for him, even though we see him every day up there and battling with senility and stumbling around. But uh, yesterday I came close. He was in Iowa making a speech on whatever it was. I forget on ghost guns, who knows on, on Putin's price hike. 
and a bird took a dump on him. And you could see it. It's on there. The video's there, right on his his lapel, on his jacket. And uh, they denied. I forget who it was who denied. It was a Jen Psaki denied. No, there wasn't a bird. I mean, they, she lies about everything. I hate so her just, so much. She's just, I mean, she's going to be on MSNBC, MSNBC soon. Well, maybe she'll take over for Rachel Maddow. But for now, maybe. she's busy being the paid professional liar for the Biden administration. And I think they denied this bird took a dump on the commander in chief. But man, that's embarrassing when the whole world uh, by the way, we never even got to the uh, Saudi Arabian TV show, the satire, the satirical show, spoofing Biden, doing the job that Saturday Night Live refuses to do, making fun of, they're, they're making fun of Biden in Saudi Arabia. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. He has, there is no respect, zero respect for the man around the world, and even birds are dumping on him. But uh, how humiliating. What could go wrong today, Sleepy Joe? All right, we are still monitoring the situation in NYC, wondering why they can't catch Frank the Tank. I mean, he's already, you know, been free for three meals. He's got to be starving wherever he is. And maybe he doesn't seem like the type who's going to kill himself, does he? No, unless he makes it look like a white person did it to him. That's true. That's true. He might do that. And, uh, I mean, he'll he'll be captured. Hopefully he'll be in court later today, and hopefully uh, we'll hear more about his story and what motivated him and maybe who worked with him, but I don't think anyone worked with him. These guys are generally lone wolves, or as they say, known wolves, known to the FBI who, again, did nothing to stop him. But that is no surprise. But... Uh, that will do it for today. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening. Where are they watching today, by the way? We had a uh, locals problem. Uh, locals problem got fixed shortly after we started. Oh, did? Yes. Good. I knew it. Locals is great. They, they took care of that. They fixed the problem, and uh, hopefully we won't have it again. But thanks to you, uh, Ironhead, and thanks to our marketing manager, Graham. Don't forget, CallahanCoffee.com. But uh, that will do it for today. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.